Good morning. It is Monday, March 25th, 2019, and you're watching Brotherly Loves Gaming's Monday Morning Catch-Up. My name is Alex, and today we're going to talk about some gaming news, announcements, and releases you may have missed. So starting with some headlines, the biggest news of the week is coming in from the Game Developers Conference, which took place in San Francisco last week. Google came out strong with a presentation where they announced a new streaming platform called Stadia. They stressed it is not a game console, it is a new way to stream games. The initial press conference seemed more designed to court developers to the platform rather than consumers, so we don't know when it is releasing or how much it'll cost to use. What we do know is that it will be a very ambitious project with Google promising 4K resolution at 60 frames per second, playable on basically any device that can connect to the internet. Computers, web browsers, tablets, phones, and even straight to your TV through Google Chromecast. The plan is for you to be able to continue gameplay seamlessly between devices so you can start a game on your phone and pick up that exact frame on your TV. They also announced a new controller that will connect to Stadia through Wi-Fi, which they claim will reduce input lag. Those are the big picture items that most people on the consumer side will want to hear. It's hard to say at this point whether Stadia will be viable in areas with low internet speeds, but Google promises it won't be an issue, so we'll have to wait and see. More info is coming at an unspecified date in the summer. Most people are assuming that's going to be E3, so we'll have more updates when they're announced. Remember that Microsoft has been working hard on their own streaming platform, so we could be shaping up for a new kind of console war. My hot take is that as far as whether or not the infrastructure exists to support this kind of thing, I think Google is looking to force that kind of tech into existence by developing with what we currently have available, rather than waiting for someone else to perfect that tech. I'm sure it will be imperfect, when it comes out, but if it's good enough and Google continues to support it, then they'll be paving the way for the future. I see streaming being an option for gamers to access their games, but I don't think it's going to replace the more you know, traditional ways we think of playing games now. In some weirder news for the week, Sony sent a memo to retailers stating they will no longer offer digital games for sale outside of the PlayStation Store starting in April. So basically the days of going to GameStop and picking up a digital code are gone. You will still be able to buy PlayStation Store gift cards at stores to load up to your account, but you will no longer be able to buy the actual game code. This feels like a weird move to me. I can only imagine Sony doing this because they'll be able to maximize their profits on the PlayStation Store, but it really sucks for customers who maybe want to use rewards points to get games, because typically stores don't let you use rewards points for gift cards. We'll see how exactly this shakes out. You have to wonder what percentage of PlayStation digital games were bought in stores versus straight through PlayStation. And I'm sure Sony has that data, so maybe they just don't think they sell enough games in stores to justify it. But either way, it's a sudden and unprecedented move, and hopefully the other platform holders uh, don't jump on that particular bandwagon. We do have a quick follow-up to last week's story about Judgment, the new PS4 game from the studio behind Yakuza. You may recall that actor Pierre Taki was arrested for cocaine possession, with Sega Japan pulling sales of that game in Japan. They have since announced that Taki will be replaced, and that the Western release date of June 25th is still intact. Good news if you're someone like me who's really looking forward to that game. I think that they're really making the best they can out of a pretty crappy situation. But for something a bit lighter, this is just plain fun. A streamer by the name of The Happy Hob completed a run through every Soulsborne game. So that's Demon Souls, the three Dark Souls games, and Bloodborne back to back in one 18 hour marathon. The catch is that he did the entire thing without taking a single hit. We've linked part one of the stream for you, but buckle up because it is a doozy. Now shifting over to some Nintendo news, the Big N gave a talk to indie developers where they announced the 10 current best-selling indie games for the platform. Uh, we're getting this list in from Kotaku, who was there at the time, where they published the list in no particular order, apparently, with Stardew Valley, Hollow Knight, Overcooked 2, Undertale, 
Dead Cells, Enter the Gungeon, Graceful Explosion Machine, Celeste, Golf Story, and Overcooked. If you're a fan of indie games on the Switch, most of those titles probably sound familiar to you. But speaking of Nintendo and Indies, we also got a new Nintendo Nindies showcase, where they showed off 18 new games coming to the Switch. The presentation started with the long-rumored Cuphead, which will officially be releasing on April 18th, 2019. All of the games are worth looking at, but personally, I think My Friend Pedro, Katana Zero, Rad, Creature in the Well, and Cadence of Hyrule look like games to watch out for. Again, we've linked the Nindies presentation for you to watch. Persona fans finally got their long-awaited announcement for Persona 5R, and it ended up being another announcement for a future announcement. Atlas revealed the game is titled Persona 5 The Royal. It will be on the PS4, it will feature a new female character, and that more information is going to be coming on April 24th. Gotta say, this is something of a bittersweet announcement. As someone who was waiting to pick up Persona 5 because this sounded like it would be a big deal, maybe you should get this version, uh, I don't know exactly where I stand now. We don't know if this new female character is an alternate protagonist or a party member or just someone you're going to interact with. And if you look at any Persona 5 thread online right now, uh, there are some discussions on that. <laughs> some people are also expecting a Switch port to still be announced in the future, considering Joker, the main character of Persona 5, is set to appear in Smash starting in April. So if that port is coming, maybe the April 24th announcement could be the announcement that announces that? But right now, we're just going to have to keep waiting to see. Alright, this one is barely an announcement, but I wanted to stick it in here because Falcom debuted the first footage for the recently announced Ease 9 Monstrum Nox. Now, this game was announced officially back in December with more info coming. Seems to be a trend these days. And it is the latest game in the storied JRPG series, set to release in Japan on PS4 sometime this fall. No official word on a timeline for a potential Western release, so we'll keep you all updated. And last up here is a deep cut for RPG fans out there. The cult classic Vampire The Masquerade Bloodlines is finally getting a sequel. Set to release on PS4, Xbox One, and PC, but not until early 2020. You can check out the full game trailer linked along with everything else we've talked about and see what you think. Okay, let's dive into some new releases and talk about games. You don't have to wait until 2020 to buy. For starters, Apex Legends finally has its first Battle Pass, something fans of the hit Battle Royale shooter have been looking forward to almost since the game launched. You can pick it up for about $10, and it includes a number of unlockable character skins and items. If you're interested, we've linked a good breakdown of what you can expect. From Software, the creators of the Dark Souls series launched their much-anticipated Sekiro Shadows Die Twice on PS4, Xbox One, and PC on March 22nd. The game features a ninja protagonist with tough sword-based combat. It's been very well received so far, with a score of 90 on Metacritic. In Game Informer's 9 out of 10 review, writer Daniel Tack called it an intense, challenging realization of the ninja fantasy. And for upcoming releases, Switch fans can look forward to Yoshi's Crafted World hitting on Friday, March 29th. The newest game in the long-running Yoshi franchise finds our favorite green dinosaur taking on an arts and crafts aesthetic. The main hook this time is each level has a front and a back part with full local co-op support. A free demo of Yoshi's Crafted World is available now on the Nintendo eShop for anyone who might want to give it a spin. And that's going to do it for this week, so now we want to hear from you about what games you're playing and what news you're most excited about. For instance, what are your thoughts on Google Stadia? Do you think that streaming actually is going to be the future of gaming? We'd also love to hear what kind of games you're playing, whether it's something new or something in your backlog. Let's just talk about it in the comments. And while you're down there, give us a like, subscribe to the channel to see more news discussions and gameplay videos. 
If you find any news this week that you'd like us to talk about on next week's episode, you can tweet us at brotherlylovegg1 on Twitter with your news tip and the hashtag news. But that's going to do it for this week. Until next time, my name is Alex, and now you're all caught up. <laughs>